0: And we're back.
1: Yeah. Um, wash guards, washed but never washed up. Yeah, man. You know the words. You know the uh, phrase that pays.
0: You know the slogan. From, if not, get familiar. Yep. With
1: uh, the wash guards. Um,
0: I know we rarely sound excited when we start these podcasts, and normally we aren't. But <laughs> the solemn tone of voice and demeanor is fitting as of yeah, late
1: um I ain't want to come in here and be all goddamn Mr. Giggles on this shit when uh, it's real shit going on to be honest but um given that we chose to create a creative platform then uh
0: we kinda gotta use it for when the time presents itself to be current and uh hopefully poignant
1: um you don't wanna ever be on the wrong side of history you know, I like to you know at least have an oral account of, you know, how I felt at the moment. So you know, even if nobody listens to it, everybody does. Um, you know, sometimes you got to do shit like this just to get it out. You say it out loud. See how I feel. In the words of the great Jesus Price, um, yeah, man. Obviously, I really don't have to say. What's been going on? Obviously, you know, I don't, and I, I think uh, a lot is getting lost in George Floyd, and I'm not saying that to say that his death wasn't uh, a very tragic situation. I'm just saying that his death is one of
0: many. You know? Yep. So. And it sparked so much other crime and <laughs> so and, uh, much other tragedy since then. You
1: know I got uh friends of a lot of different races so one thing that I did learn recently is like I mean I, I guess I a- already knew but black Twitter really is a thing so like I think one thing white people probably don't know like they only see the George Floyd's of the world if you're on black Twitter every day there's like fifteen different dudes then got shot by the police just randomly that don't make didn't get national coverage. You might just see it have twenty or thirty thousand retweets, but it's yep. not a national story. Like you only see the national story. So like there are all the that.
0: all the New York City uh, or NYPD uh cases of them enforcing social distancing. You can't see it, but I did the bunny ears quote unquote enforcing social distancing practices by beating up citizens and Arresting them for resisting arrest afterward. Like these cases are not undocumented and have been going on since the beginning of this quarantine. So, uh, for those people who aren't aware of, like he said, black Twitter, or just don't have friends that are of a different nationality other than white, like it's important to understand that there are certain things that happen around and within those communities that. Create a certain bias against law enforcement, and it's not just as simple as saying, "Well, just do what they say, and you'll yeah. be all right."
1: It's like, like for every George Floyd, it's like twenty <coughs> cases that are just little, uh, just a little murky enough where they just get swept underneath the rug. Like, nope. I want to say the dude names uh Kenneth something that happened down here with a uh, kid Kendrick. I want to say Kendrick Jackson, but. I'm sorry if I got the dude, young man's name wrong, but anybody knows about Atlanta knows about a case where a young man was rolled up inside a school wrestling mat, and his organs were taken out. And you know, one of the suspects was linked when it the the one of the kids that was linked to the murder was uh, related to a a,
0: a police a, sheriff.
1: Yeah, sheriff, I believe so. You know, it's it's a thousand cases like that. So, to say, like, oh, like, to make it seem like this is the case that, like, did something.
0: No, 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 no. Like. This is an accumulation of. Yeah. It's Kendrick Johnson.
1: Kendrick Johnson. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. R. Kendrick Johnson. So, you know, and I, I, you know, I follow a few people from that area. Or rather, I follow people that follow them. And that, that case started to stir up again. And they were just talking about how, like. It's a small Georgia town, so, like... Yeah, just outside of Savannah. Yeah, so we can't... There's, like, it's no marching. Like, the Klan runs the town. Like, if something happens to us, it's just not... It's nothing going to happen. There's no media coverage. Like, that's it. Like, it's not... Where... Even in a larger city, you know, if there is a privilege, it's a privilege of numbers, you know?
0: because it ends up being you can their find word. some safety in yeah, numbers too. It ends up being their word against yours.
1: At least you have a word if there's enough people around, you yeah. know. If there's enough people around. So
0: um and that's that's one of the things that people bring the light about George Floyd's death, but it, it wasn't enough to save him. Yeah. Like, they killed this around, man on camera.
1: They begged dude, every the cops to stop, there was it was like there was He had was, a whole
0: conversation with him while they knelt on his neck. <laughs> Until he expired In front of people You know what I mean That's That's really
1: like The highest Level of disrespect You can really Do to a people You know what I mean It's just
0: If you wanted to know How they felt about you That was it right there
1: And w- regardless um, Of what anybody says About like looting Or whatever If you're not a black girl You never woke up Every day of your life Knowing that a policeman can kill you, or any any white person can kill you at any moment, and the case is probably 50-50 at best, at best, Yeah. And no matter who sees it, if it's <laughs> on how camera, it went down. or how it went down, nope. you could have been naked, motherfucker, like, it would still be a shadow of a doubt on you automatically, like, mm-hmm. you know that, in death, you are, like, losing your life, might not even, you know what I mean, they'll lose your life and then disgrace your name after that. Yep. Because so,
0: there's nobody there to defend you, and your family only has so much say. Just because there's probably the natural inclination to avoid a contact if it be, does become a story with the media, and the natural inclination to grieve normally, and all of that is disrupted by the fact that you're made a spectacle. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're just like you're. You're, just, you're a new hashtag.
1: Yeah. You're a narrative for. For both sides to left and the right to like to, you know to turn into a commodity at a certain point, mm. you know you know the thing about the whole black lives matter thing is um I always had two feelings about it, and those things that never changed is it's uh it's a corporate hashtag now, so it's lost some of its potency for me um
0: isn't it weird how you can always kind of tell when something becomes, like, Co-opted. homogenized? Yeah,
1: by, by uh, you know, by... The people who can use it to profit. Yeah, by, cap, you know, by the capitalist nation, which we are. It's like, oh, that's a catchy phrase, you know, and companies know that... No, we always get talked about how black people have the most buying power, but it's not just that. We have the most influence over buying power.
0: Yeah, our our currency is culture. I yeah. say that shit all the time. Like it's, our our currency is the things that we create so b- amongst it, when, ourselves. Once
1: we stop spending on certain things, it it, w- it would be a wave because we create the cool. So, you know, Nike has to say black lives matter. Adidas has to say what they going else they going to say. So mm-hmm. like I definitely urge anybody that, you know, I don't, I don't know that works for the company or doesn't like if you have you know reservations, like you should keep them <laughs> like about your company like and don't double let, down yeah because if they're gonna if they're gonna tweet the, the Black Lives Matter and put out these cool little uh, hashtags and, uh, and comments that releases. everybody RP, RTs and yeah. repost. Okay, Adidas reposted Nike and said we need to stand together. Like, what does that even mean? What does what does that do for anyone? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Are, are the is Phil Knight calling the mayor of in Minneapolis and, t- and urging him to, you know, get on the DA and all that? Like, is he doing? Are they doing that? Because if that's not the change that they're talking about, then all the, the little cool hashtags and them make a sneaker with change on it or some stupid shit like that. That shit doesn't matter to me. So. I definitely urge anybody not to get caught up in the bullshit and the corporate greed amongst like Black Lives Matter because it's a lot of that, and it's always going to be that.
0: Yeah, and the black celebrities that may have a little bit of influence or pull in what we call culture, quote unquote, nowadays, I think they need to be checked too. You start checking the people that you look up to for the things that you purchase and the things that you continue to shed light on. Um I know. A that, check, no. <clears throat> and I mean a lot of those people are who are fans have had interactions and herald those interactions as clout worthy. Like interactions with these celebrities Like make sure you're checking them now When they're complaining about looters Or complaining about their store being broken into When an individual lost their life And they're more worried about the material loss That they've suffered during a time When people are literally in pain Trying to figure a way to create solutions And I,
1: I understand Honestly understand both sides of Yeah we definitely understand both the, sides the, the, With the you know the small business owners Because you know Um I definitely feel your pain. I know it's not easy for Black people to get loans. I'm sure it wasn't easy for you to start your business, um, but at the same time, you know, you got the right to be angry. But I think it's a time and a place to voice those opinions. Yeah, I don't think this is the time nor place. I saw Joe Freshgoods talk about because apparently they got his store. Yep, in Chicago. But
0: shout out to everybody in uh Fat Tiger Workshop, Joe, Vic. Rello, like everybody who I've known from leaders to now who've put together their own independent brands to make that shit shake. I know that shit hurt, but the response was not only like very, very humbling, but it put things in perspective for me just because you see somebody go through the struggle of trying to create a brand and to no fault of their own, lose it in, yeah. in one fell swoop. But he almost, his, his response was that of a person who may have lost their home in a natural disaster. Because that's what this shit feel like. Yeah, It feels like a storm that we were able to predict was going to hit stateside years in advance. And when it finally did, there were casualties that we expected and some we didn't. Like, I know, ironically, me and Madison were having a conversation about uh, the protests taking place. And I was like, yo, eventually this shit is going to turn into riots because it only go one way. Like, if it's enough people out there, it's, it's, it's enough people out there to instigate the fuck shit. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, we'll know how serious this shit is if it moves up north. Like, if it starts heading, if it starts in five points and moves its way to Buckhead or Midtown, we'll know they serious around 2 a.m. He hit me and was like, "Nigga, these niggas hit Fips," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, now it's real. Now we'll know. Now we know it's real." Like, yeah. And, and to be honest, you know, yeah, man, <clears throat> we can't
1: ever, we can't ever be, we can't ever be black on camera crying about uh, luxury brands and their loss. You know, we can never do that. We we can never accept that. It's never respected. I never accepted it, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying. So, anybody that was doing that, you know, gets no respect for me. Uh, you know, I definitely urge everybody to pull. I almost consider like putting certain artists on a do not play on my Spotify, just to I don't want to see a cent go to your shit. Like we got to cut you off. We gotta we gotta cut you off at the. And yeah, y'all the ops, man. Yeah. And y'all showing it. Yeah. it and some of y'all are showing it through your silence. Yeah. Like, I understand that, uh, well, I'm starting to understand that, uh, the loyalty is only to the money to um, any celebrity. So, uh, I saw this really dope, um, part. I guess it was from the movie Trick Baby, um, Iceberg Slim. Mm-hmm. And it was a Republican and a Democrat talking. And the Republican was saying, um, you you liberals y'all give these black men too much power like you let them run for office, you let them have good jobs. Then the liberal replies, "No, no, no, so you don't understand. Like if you take away a man's hope, he becomes violent." He's like, "See, what we do is we take the smart ones out of the hood and we we prop them up and we almost make them feel like one of us to the point where the black community no longer accepts him. So we have also so we've neutralized the threat, you know, and also taken him away from the community. So I, I feel like And that's then you
0: get Dr. Ben Carson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like seeing that all played out, it was definitely spoken a little bit better than what I said it, but you get the point. Like so I think that's what black celebrities Ninety-eight (laughs) percent. You know what I mean? Like, I thought about this too. Like, it's a reason why it's not just about underground rap. Like, it's not just about the music per se, but it is because uh, underground rapper. A lot of these people have made the choice to like, oh, it's only so far I'm gonna go with this because I'm not, I'm not doing this and that Mm -hmm. to get to there.
0: There, if, if you really. If you've ever been in, in a city like Atlanta and, and rubbed elbows with people who have been in the industry, you know there are certain people who you'll have conversations with and you'll be like, Damn, why the fuck you ain't you yeah. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you like and then you start realizing that, oh, we're having this conversation because this was a conscious choice. Yeah. Like you're yeah. the only way you're able to relay this information to me is because you've taken the the low road, quote unquote, or so to speak, just because well, I or well, the high road mm-hmm. they, from from their perspective yeah. the low road and stayed at a certain rung of the the socioeconomic ladder of whatever music is to Atlanta and chose to stick by your morals like to take a stand and that shit doesn't get you far like it doesn't get you far in Atlanta yeah. at all cuz everybody out here sucking dick and brown-nosing for an opportunity
1: yeah and i don't think it's just Atlanta i think the dollar is a uh, stronger than any drug so you know once you get a taste of that shit stronger than heroin when you can look in the mirror like there i am yeah still not see what you become but but, you know shout out hope though (laughs) (laughs) you know for better or for worse i mean he kind of made a cliche statement too but um I think there are levels to it, man. I've I've seen celebrities react in three ways. One is the silence. Two is a T.I. Is, you know, maybe not the best way to relay points. And then there's three, the standard, I'm in pain, uh, middle of the road answer.
0: You know why I know T.I. didn't say anything? Shouts to Ti, man. God bless you. But the reason I know Ti didn't say anything, real worth listening to, is because they never play it. They never play the whole it's the whole the speech. It's just the part about Wakanda. <laughs> and when, and I heard people talking about it like, yo, when celebrities start comparing Atlanta to a fictional comic book place i'm concerned yeah. <laughs> when real people are out here protesting
1: and shout out vince because he was like it's kind of crazy that this man on tv telling people to go home and how atlanta is one of the few places where you accept it when he got arrested going into his own house
0: yep and he got a real mixtape called "Fuck the city up <laughs> like you know and that just shows you like everybody gets propped up man at some point Economically, or gets gets told they have the opportunity to get propped up.
1: You just see how 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 much these celebrities are. They live in their own bubble. I saw someone else say, "Yo, this nigga think he's still that nigga in the video." <laughs> <laughs> like these, and that go for every rapper. That's like you know, a lot of these niggas think they the nigga in the video. They don't know that they just some nigga. Right. Like uh, you know, it was a time. I wasn't alive when Muhammad Ali was alive, but when you see videos of Muhammad Ali, this motherfucker's in the hood, just chilling with regular people. Nigga walking around
0: in Africa with crowds of people following
1: him. Like <laughs> it's not all this like
0: glitz and glamour trying to look better than niggas. Like he was just a man of the people, and and even boxers talk about that shit. Like Tyson talks about that in comparison to Floyd, because he was like, yo, Muhammad Ali the greatest champ ever. Like. This nigga may not have been undefeated, but he could walk through any neighborhood in America and not have security. He loved, if anything, he got security because he, you know what His I mean? Face card is security. Face card is, like, nobody, let
1: like, nobody touch this nigga, man. <laughs> and,
0: and the world is different, but one of the things, I had an incident at work, and this might have been, this might tie into my wash moment, like, where I'm having a conversation in passing the bare minimum of what you have to have with customers based off of like the amount of contact you have on a day-to-day interaction but he's like you'll be careful out there man i heard they uh they robbing drivers and my response was uh oh, we the protesters are, are are rioting and they're robbing drivers and my response was i'm black i'll be all right and his response was the other driver that told me that was black and i'm thinking to myself like not i black like me nigga. Yeah like I want to say I'm a real nigga man Like A nigga try to steal Some shit from me man He can have it Cause it's work related Like it has nothing To do with me yeah, he's not stealing From me He's not stealing From me at all Like and am home to my shit Yeah none, none of this shit is mine I got a coworker He an old black coworker and When I tell him I was like yo You got some shit coming He like oh. He stops me before I even finish What I have to say It's like yo None of this shit Belongs to me Like I just dropped The shit off <laughs> And, we, and he stares at me, and I correct myself, and I get right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know he right. Because I know he right. Yeah. And, and, and it's also, that's the way that we police each other to a certain extent with the type of verbiage we use when it comes down to this system. This when, shit ain't ours. This yeah, None of this exactly shit belongs to
1: us. I say, so when it comes to niggas fucking shit up, it's like, nigga, ain't none of this shit that ours, This shit ain't nigga. ours, nigga. Nigga, even when it's ours, it's not.
0: Yeah, I talked to Chop today and we were we were just catching up and he was basically telling me all the uh the Twitter wars that have been going on <laughs> in my absence. Yeah. But um part of it of part of it was him having an argument with somebody who was saying, like, yo, we fucking up our own hood. And he like, nigga, the east side fine. Yeah. I, I've west checked side it. too. i checked in with all my people on the south side and the west side, and they straight too. Nigga, it's the city that's getting fucked up. Yeah. And then part of me is kinda like like, what kind of house nigga shit is it to say? Y'all tearing up your own community just because you live there. Like, you're not a part of this community. Yeah. They don't accept you. Yeah. When you go in those stores, they don't assume that you're there for anything. They don't look at you as a customer. They look at you as a nuisance until you leave, yeah. until
1: you spend money. Until you, yeah, until you open your wallet. It's like, I don't know what this nigga up to. Yeah,
0: watch them. Yeah.
1: You know what I
0: mean? And and you can act like that's a cliche narrative, but it still happens. It happens from, from CVS to Louis Vuitton yeah and then all the stores in between and and it just depends on who's at the helm and most of the time if you're looking at these companies this is the first time I've actually seen companies try to get ahead of the backlash and the slander by putting out press releases and to be honest with you it kind of is a little too late because like you said we've been we've seen this narrative happen over and over again to the point where There has to be, there's a whole new generation of young people that are upset. There has to be somebody who's paying enough attention to be like, well, shit, we better get out in front of this Mm -hmm. and just go ahead and put some statement out to let them know. Like, you know, Jordan don't give a fuck about shit. This nigga punching players. And this nigga released a press statement, press release today. He's like, oh, I've seen how this played out before. Won't get me again, nigga. Not at all, nigga. (laughs) They a, slandering this nigga Saying he own prisons And it's not even the same Michael Jordan and they, just, they just threw that shit on him Cause he ain't say shit yeah. You know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> This nigga probably sent You know 50k To some random fund And you know That's, that's nigga's way Of washing their hands over. Alright hey, man I, I throw you some money i threw some money at it man Get the fuck out of yeah. here Don't I'm come not, for me Yeah And I kinda had You know I got two thoughts About that shit too Cause You know people talk about The work they do behind the scenes But it's like if you a nigga with political connects and a lot of influence, stop being fucking behind the scenes, nigga. That's the yeah. problem. Y'all asking white people to speak when your own people don't even speak for you. They have huge platforms and shit. Like I, 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 I
0: agree. We niggas be white. trying to kill the machine from the inside, and yeah. it's like, nah, like no, 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 no. We didn't no, know no. you there. Yeah. Because these same protesters, the problem that I had with what Killer Mike was saying is it was, it was too it was leaning too far towards like yo go home like he don't understand what the struggle's about like he said everything that I felt like needed to be spoken on as far as sitting back and coming up with a strategic plan on what to do moving Uh, forward but But before you even finish I don't but I I don't think I got it All (laughs)
1: alright fuck that man the, this is this is the worst shit i'm i'm, I'm th- i got to end this no black pe- person can ever say this again cuz white people start saying it and then it starts to become like people think it's a fact black people been organizing this 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 is People have tried organizing. This you think niggas in four hundred years ain't done no organization like that's no, so definitely. fucking disrespectful to niggas. What I, so it's, it's no organization. It's so dis, it's so disrespectful so, to anybody that's ever been alive. So, so to what say I, like no no no. It took four like you got four hundred years. You telling me so what I'm saying is
0: ten thousand organizations. What I'm saying is that that these incidents at least that are specific to us. Need to be backed by people who have Dude. the same train of thought and the but same. There's no agenda. way. there's no way to understand that with, yeah, with the, I, the I, under the context we had
1: the SLC. the in, 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 under the, the like, context. How many, how many, under the, the a- context. Something? Under
0: the context that Killer Mike was speaking, I, I, understand, shit. I understand. I understand. I understand that him not wanting to be there probably played a lot into the limited amount. Played a, a big role in how little he said.
1: When a nigga starts off a sentence with Or says anything about my family was cops It's like it already makes your argument Like totally bullshit mm. Cause now it's about you right. And what, what about his What about the family of all the people that got killed right. Who gives a fuck about your alive Cop family Them niggas are alive Like To even mention that is a slap in the face To niggas Like It, it, it screamed like very me and he threw some tears in it, man. I don't, I don't fuck with that. I, I think that shit is so disrespectful to my parents to be like, black people just need to organize. You don't think they thought of that shit? Yeah, definitely. That shit is so fucking disrespectful. It's, uh, it's the worst shit. I hate that niggas say that all the time. Niggas just gotta organize, motherfucker. Do, do I gotta run down all the organizations that have existed since black people been here? Yeah, the Black Panther Party, the New Black Panther Party. There's, there's been a thousand of them. What the fuck? NAACP How many yeah. What What organization Is gonna be the one Like it's no
0: organization That shit Breakfast is, program That was started By the Black <laughs> Panthers There's organizations With organizations You're
1: right <laughs> That shit is so It's organizations now Nigga It's a thousand of them Like It just keeps saying Like it's just one of those Black on black crime Things that niggas
0: just say Because it sounds good I don't think I necessarily agree with that on all fronts. Like I see the reason I say that is because nigga, you remember when I got into that Twitter argument with mm-hmm. the world about like the only ism that black people should be concerned about is racism. All other isms fall far behind. Yeah. I got slandered for it, and this to me was an example of black people being unorganized. As I don't soon think as it's not organized. As soon as as soon as there became an issue that struck a chord with not just black people, uh, and it took I don't know why this was so like this one was so different. Cause we saw the same shit happen with Eric Gardner. Like there were there was Trayvon Martin who was younger than than all like the youngest at the time. And then there there have been uh Breon Taylor since. Like none of these things seem to spark the type of response that George Floyd did. I don't think that being said, I do think that black people finally got to a point where they were willing to get on the same page and and quit all the other issues they had, whether it be gender politics or whatever equality between men and women issues they had and finally stand for something. The problem is, I feel like it was the reason Killer Mike was up there. Shedding tears and talking about organizing and mobilizing was because it looked bad on the city And he's probably leaning more towards what the political office wants than what black people actually need And that's why I understand why organizing sounds like a slap in the face, but I do think black black young people have organized even if it's to fuck shit up and i think there needs to be cool, there needs to be other people out there not necessarily Killer mike not necessarily ti but other people to actually put them in a position where like yo make sure you know somebody on the outside so they can bond you out like they've been there have been issues put there have been situations where they've put together bond programs for people who do get arrested during these protests and i think that that's in conjunction with a slow but Increasingly more point organization between blacks and our overall agenda, like what we're trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, but all the niggas that organized after Ferguson are dead. I just saw a list, eleven of them dead. Yeah, this is true. No too. charges. Like that shit is and in very suspicious ways. Of course, like just that's nah, that organization shit. That's that's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. It's just a way for a rich nigga to stay out of shit. Let's just sit back in, the, in a room and talk about shit, and not do anything. Like, no, we got a thousand organizations. Fuck the organizations. I'm not saying everybody should go riot either. I don't, I don't know what to, what to do, but I think for any nigga to get on a motherfucking microphone and say he knows how this shit should be fixed is uh, is so disrespectful to the 400 years of fucking thought that we put into this shit. It's like, nah, man, you're not better than Malcolm, bro. You're not better than Martin. No. And they killed them niggas too. Yeah, so what? What? what's your organization going to do, Holmes? Like, that shit is, nah, I'm not going for that. I think them niggas is clowns. When you take the side of the government instead of the people, man, you you kind of like a coon-ass nigga to me. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to them niggas, but disrespect to all the shit that they said. You know what I'm saying? I don't know y'all niggas, so. It's whatever, but you can. Once you like get on TV and stand with police after a nigga got shot, the first thing you do is go stand with police. Like, just look at the aesthetics of that for for somebody else that's on the other side of it.
0: Yeah, it does look like you playing you playing for the opposite team.
1: Like, that's not a good look, G. Like, especially for niggas who rapped about killing niggas their whole life.
0: His mm-hmm. like. name Killer Mike. <laughs> like,
1: what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, niggas so full of shit out here, man. Like. I'm really, I'm really tired of rappers, man. Niggas got to shut the fuck up, man. Like I'd rather y'all just shut the fuck up. Don't get on on TV and tell me what to do. Like don't ever get on TV and tell me what to do because you're gonna go back to a gated community. We we st- we still in these areas.
0: Yeah. And it does says a lot that privilege doesn't remind you of how hard it is to be black and not have resources. Because then then organizing does sound like well just pull yourself up by your bootstraps.
1: Exactly. <laughs> mm. It's just one of them terms that they just tell you, like and it. And I started to think about even like the white celebrities that are like so-called like you know liberal and shit. It's like yeah, they got black friends, but their black friends are rich black niggas. Them niggas don't know shit either. Like yeah. so, like for them to make it seem like they understand a black struggle because they know some niggas who got propped up. It's like mm. them niggas don't know shit. Like. You know, no disrespect to Is white
0: calling the best friend black? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like, nigga, these niggas don't know shit. These niggas live, with you, live around you in your community. like. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, like I said, I don't have no answers, but I would never jump out my mouth and say something as disrespectful as what they said, because that's so disrespectful to Malcolm Martin, Huey, everybody that we really look up to. They'd be like, no, 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 I got it. I'm with Mayor Keisha. We the ones.
0: Yeah, Keisha came out there like somebody auntie and told you, take your ass home, street yeah, lights yeah. on.
1: And you know what's going to happen to her? I can't wait till it happens, too, because it happens to every Atlanta mayor. Yep. As soon as you come out of the office, they're going to throw a black ass in jail for some shit. Some yep,
0: because kind of they're going to dig through your, your <laughs> ear. They're going to dig through all your dirt. <laughs> they did dirt. it
1: to Campbell, They did it to Bill Campbell. They Shirley did it to Franklin. You know? it's, it's fine. Like That's the, that's the problem with niggas taking the side of the government, because the government pulled that rug from underneath their ass, too. And then mm-hmm. what?
0: Yeah, Atlanta does have a, a a rocky history with mayors, and I think this is probably the biggest since the civil rights movement, the biggest uprising that we've seen in the city since um, MLK was around.
1: That's what that coon didn't get you,
0: man.
1: Uh. <laughs> think the slave master won't slap your ass in the mouth too, nigga? Like that shit just ain't slapped
0: you yet. Yeah, it's it's a prolonged slap, man. They gonna let they gonna make sure everybody else see it. Cause you're yeah, and
1: <laughs> yeah, when they slap you it's gonna be it's gonna I'm be I'm like,
0: damn nigga. Anybody
1: getting slapped. I'm like, God damn. I remember why they called never mind. Uh, I remember them <laughs> calling a certain nigga from Atlanta a rat. Now I I completely understand. Shout out to twenty one.
0: <laughs>
1: Shout out, you told us first. Yeah. <laughs> Try to tell us this nigga was rat. I ain't listen. um, (laughs) Yeah I
0: don't know I don't know how to feel man There's a lot of things Like what's funny is We went from talking about COVID-19 To being And how it affected So many Various aspects of our lives To now talking about The protests And how they're affecting So many various aspects Of our lives Like I said I'm seeing Brand and boutique owners Come out their face And say the worst shit About their own people Just because they're upset Over loss of product it's just and
1: not a good look. It just shows you more loyal to the money than you know yourself.
0: Yeah, fuck Virgil, man. I was trying to hold on for. Her. Yeah, he came out and
1: try to do another statement and tell about the program. <laughs> ever <laughs> since
0: Streetwear is dead, man, you've yeah, been you've you been, been kind of fucking Rocky up, record. man. You've <laughs> been kind of fucking up. Niggas found out your wife was white. Yeah, uh, right. You might not be for the culture, bro. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And by Mike, you definitely not, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, man. Shout out Joe Fresh Goods, though. Yeah, <laughs> definitely shout
0: shout out Chicago outside of Joe Fresh. I mean, outside of Virgil and Don C, man. Like yeah, outside yeah. of y'all too, man. Yeah, Chicago's C, still yeah. one of the, one of my favorite cities, and I feel like y'all really got all the fucking in them, <laughs> all the it in you that yeah. that niggas need during this time period. Y'all I'm just gonna keep shit solid rocking
1: Don Don C shit for sure. That's why your shit fell off, dog. Yeah. Oh, uh, corny shit. I don't know how you. I, I don't even know how to uh, to hop off this subject, but the last thing I will say about it is I don't think George Floyd shit is bigger than anyone else. I think it's a combination of the frustration of Donald Trump, period, and mm-hmm. being COVID, quarantined. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: everybody being in the house. Like it took one thing to come across your television screen that made you emotional, and all of a sudden it was like, all right, yeah, man, all I can't take this shit energy no more. Yeah.
1: sitting around the crib, pent up. Like you know, a nigga like me been working every day, so it's like. I'm just kind of just, you know. Tired. And actually, my job got hit, man. I meant to bring that up. We, uh, someone tried to break into the pharmacy, which I think this is another, t- you know, I don't know if it's attacked by the government or not or nothing, but I know people are opportunist- opportunistic during these times. So I think that had not really nothing to do with the riot. It's just like somebody had the bright ideas like, nigga, let's get these drugs, nigga. Cops are going to be busy.
0: Yeah, I know they hit a target. I think I think they might have hit two targets in in the area I work in. Um, but I also think there's a lot of there's a lot of bait and switch. They're trying to they're trying to turn this movement that's based on the loss of black life on chaos. And they, and in order to change, in order to support that narrative, what you're seeing via social media and news reports there are a lot of people who aren't black creating a lot of said chaos. Like,
1: yeah, I do. Def- yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I definitely urge black people, all people, if you want to have an opinion about the riot or the marches, go to that motherfucker Do yeah. not shut the fuck up because you just a media has. A media's job is to, to paint a narrative It's not to tell you the truth okay. One one network decides one narrative The other one decides the other one
0: Yeah I've been watching Trial by Media And it makes perfect sense All of those scenarios where yeah. you're seeing Like I'ma do, du- I'm do Diallo mm. And uh, the Jenny Jones those murder scary. Like like these are, these are Points in history Where you see the media Basically fine tuning its approach To changing narrative Yep and or figuring out a way how to tailor it so the audience sees one how thing. How to
1: make it a story? How to make it more salacious and shit. right? Like, yeah, it's it's uh. So yeah, if if anything, man, as shit as it sounds, I'd rather you maybe follow like some protesters online, like you know, maybe follow some Twitter accounts. At least, it, though, it's like messier. I feel like you get a better perspective of what's actually happening.
0: Or or figure out like I'm I'm sure. Because I've got you. friends that have are at protests like reach out to the people that you know are like niggas got time. I know there are a bunch of people out there who are on the front line. So reach out to somebody who may be there and have a, a, a candid conversation with them. I know I got a bunch of phone calls today from people who have been in various cities where there are protests and it was kind of like it's crazy without social media. I feel like we would have had this same type of reaction from people across the, not just the country, but the globe. I remember my my dad telling me when MLK was shot that there were riots in Rochester, and then talking to my aunt Ola who lived in Philly, and her saying like, yeah, I remember being in my my storefront um, duplex, and there was an apartment upstairs that they lived in, and they could see the flames from their window, just looking out the window, and we're hoping that the riots didn't move further down. This is at the same time, like the same things that we're doing, calling our friends and being like, "Yo, you all right? Yeah. You straight?" They were doing with their each other, and this is my my grandmother's sister, so it ain't much changed. Being old enough and and having a parents who educated me on like what was going on at that time in the world, when I'm learning about these historical figures that they grew up being able to see on TV came and went and seeing how the world reacted to that 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 void of leadership, like it's very it's very similar to what we're going through now. Almost identical. Oh yeah. And, And what and what you gotta understand is that the end result is going to be the same too, yeah. unless you really, really change the direction in which you're going. Like, like telling people to not telling people to organize, but at least supporting the fact that something is happening and that that black people are on the front lines, and you should support the fact that they care enough to be out there like this this same is going to be the end result. Police are going to paint us as the as, as the uh, as the problem starters or the troublemakers and they just going to lock everybody up. And part of me feels like that approach is kind of like my conspiracy wheels get to turning cuz what do you think where do you think all that money's going once they bond all these people out?
1: Yeah, right back to them. Right, you know
0: what yeah. I'm saying? So like anytime yeah. you get people pissed off enough to protest, like yeah, you let them protest, but you also do a fiscal list of like you know, How much damage can we incur Where can we confine them To where we can allow this damage And how many people do we need to arrest In order to make this money back
1: Yeah But I also feel like Some and, and I don't want to keep going on About the Killer Mike shit But My biggest problem with that is like Bro you rap with a white guy man If anything some LP should have been up there Cause it's not our It's not black people's job no more To keep explaining this shit Yeah like, I think that's my biggest fault with niggas coming up here like we gotta blah blah no, nah, no. Nah. Talk to your the all these rich white millionaires that y'all fucking see every day and talk to them about coming up and representing for us. Mm. If they really fuck with you. Which they don't. You know what <gasps> I mean? So like that's why I hate when when black people get on T V and tell how blah, the black people how to react. Like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. We even like you said, like the 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 shit ain't this shit is not gonna change, bro. Like, nigga, we had a Martin and a Malcolm Why niggas was getting shot. On TV every
0: day mm. and the shit ain't work. So, like, nah, man. I think- and maybe, maybe my approach to it, because I did say organize, I feel like the first thing that black people need to do is detach from white America. Like, at least putting their content in a public forum where it can be kind of, like, fleeced. And and putting out our information, our ideas out to people who don't appreciate them or just look at them as profit. Cause a lot of shit we do be coded. Like I remember niggas talking about rap, and they were saying like the beauty of it is if you don't listen to it, it sounds like a foreign language. Mm-hmm. And that's everything that we do to a certain extent yeah. until we give them the the. The codex, like they never really understand what it is that makes these things so unique. The same way that, like, you may have talked to your parents about certain things when you was a kid, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is." Y'all motherfuckers walking around with your jersey and your pants on backwards, but yeah. whatever, bro. Like, you know art, what I'm saying? Like, it it's, like, it's it's your... a form of expression. Yeah. So I think that, like, it needs to start first with the art, the music. Like, that's why over the years you've seen artists live and die trying to get their masters back. Sam Cooke, Michael yeah. Jackson, like, you know what I'm saying? James Brown. They wanted to own their intellectual property because it meant something to them and they saw somebody else mismanaging it. And this ain't necessarily an attack on white America, but, motherfucker, if you silent, you're complicit with this shit. Like, and it's not just with racism, it's like, with all of it. Like, yeah. with, the, the, with whole shit. the whole shit. The <laughs> economic disparity. Yeah. The the red line, uh, what you call that shit? Red line red line, real estate. Like all of that shit ends up becoming a a poor thing, which we equate to an African American problem at the end of the day, and that shit's not right. That shit ain't right, because it's done intentionally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, as you said before, man, anybody that's protesting, definitely be safe, man. Try to like keep you a pen pal. And by that I mean You know Somebody you got That's maybe not protesting That, that you, you can refer in. to Just mm-hmm. check in with them Make sure you know uh, Keep They they got an eye on you You know And anybody, shout out to
0: everybody Who's been uh
1: I can be that guy For anybody who needs it As long you not a fuck nigga <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what um, I'm saying you gotta be, you gotta, be you gotta be, you gotta be cut from the right cloth, doggy. But yeah, uh, I've, I've,
0: I've spoken to everybody. I'm willing to help, so yeah, yeah. don't hit me. <laughs> I've already I, talked on Monday. I niggas. ain't
1: spoken to y'all individually, but man, I've been. A, you know, my name, Malcolm, man. So <laughs> fuck, I got. I ain't got nothing to prove, dog. Niggas been civil rights ten years ago.
0: Yeah, shout out to everybody that's been uh hitting me up about the music lately, man. I feel like uh. Not even to make it personal, but niggas made, niggas made a lot of them songs that we did on fake news and country rap tunes when there was another murder, Philando Castile, um, of an innocent black man and what was that, St. Paul, Minnesota, I believe? Yeah. So, same state and same occurrence. Yeah, it's and crazy
1: because... I don't even though I hate this song that I did, but shit, I had a song with Royce of Five Nine even longer ago about Sean Bell. They got shot in New York reaching for his wallet. So this shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, this, you know, you know, that's my problem with celebrities. Don't don't let them hustle this woke shit, man. Make them, they gotta really be out here. They're gonna do it. And and another thing is that I thought about, we gotta abolish woke. Yeah. woke is a way to divide black people because they want to make it seem like oh he's woke because he cares about niggas getting shot for no reason like that's nigga, not woke motherfucker yeah, that's, that's normal just, that's
0: human yeah. Like everybody cares about a motherfucker getting shot like, that's why you go see action movies because yeah. you don't want to see the good guy die Yeah, <laughs> you know in what I'm saying or you want the black guy yeah <laughs> 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 in most cases <laughs> yeah, like so When police are involved, in most cases, nigga. Stop
1: it with the woke shit. You fucking stupid niggas, man. There's nothing wrong with caring about other black people. That's not woke. That's human. Like, there's nothing wrong with being woke. Stop using it as a term. It it, it means nothing. It's it's fucking stupid.
0: And you can't... The thing about being black is you don't necessarily have to wear it on your sleeve in order to be it and breathe it. I see a lot of people... The cops will shoot you and you'll know you're black right there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You ain't got
1: to do shit, man. Like... So I mean, it's because some people embrace black coaches more than others, man. So what, nigga? Like, if you looking at a nigga like you woke, you're you're just sleep, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what it is. You just sleep, nigga.
0: It's almost like religion and somebody being a better Christian. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, I go to church every Sunday, like, and that and that and I feel like something that I heard uh, somebody re reiterate was that you can't let motherfuckers define your revolution, like. Yeah. like if you're if you're not at a protest that don't mean you're not for the cause. like it just means that your set of circumstances are different. I do feel like everybody should see the should, should be on the front lines at one point or another just so they can see what it is for themselves. I had a conversation. yeah, with.
1: you definitely need to see, I think, yeah, if you definitely need to see a, a protest in person to understand the intricacies. The, the, the way it turns into a riot You gotta understand Like you How seen it devolves because yeah, it's, exactly, rare, yeah. rare,
0: it's rarely the protest Evolves into change where, exactly. Like a peaceful protest never results In cops hugging The protesters like, I, see,
1: I see ABC and all the liberal media Trying to like spin it into that They trying to spin it into this MLK shit With cops marching with people and shit Don't let that shit fill you man have just tased the motherfucker on TV
0: Yeah and and, and drug them out their car when they was on their ho- way home.
1: And the first thing somebody white gonna say is, oh, they got fired. Motherfucker, because they was black.
0: Yeah. Not <laughs> only that, but what's wild is you, on sh- TV. you see a car in front of them and it's got a white girl in it. And she uh, lean out the car and wave at the camera mm, right before they roll up on the other car, pop both their tires, tase the girl and drag her out, and then tase the guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So It's just a whites only... It, it's it's very it's very particular and they're very particular in who they grab. Like we li- we were listening to a Dick Gregory quote, quote earlier. It's like yo, you think if two black cops ran up on somebody on some white man's child and shot him forty one times, they would be safe? Like no, them motherfuckers would go directly to jail. They'd
1: be dead before they got to jail. They
0: know exactly who to do this <laughs> shit to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's not. Seeing these things now doesn't surprise me. It's just shocking to see it in such a high frequency because now I'm seeing it every day. Yeah. Like you're seeing it every day. You're seeing it happen with the protesters. You're seeing new media content of different angles of the same incident that may have spurred on these protests. You're seeing other incidents that may have contributed to people being agitated about these protests. You And you're seeing people make new signs with new stats. Like all of this shit has been a culmination of just what, what we've been accustomed to. We, you and I were talking about how many songs they got about fighting back against the police, like, like Marvin Gaye's "Make Me Wanna Holler" or Rick James' this "Police started Man." started with Wade in the water, nigga. They, yeah. <laughs> what, boy? <laughs> what? Swing low, nigga. <laughs> 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 nigga,
1: this shit been going on since <laughs> niggas had voices, nigga. That's why, I like, don't get that fuck the police narrative fucked up. Nah, nigga, that's just. One of the rap songs. It was other rap songs before that. Right. About cops shooting niggas, man. Like, nah, that was the one that was just the one song white people knew. Like everything you see in the media that makes it seem like, oh, it was big change. It's not that's when they say it was big change, it means oh, white
0: people took notice. Yep. That's what that means. Yeah, and and that's that's the problem with us valuing our content. Like, we make this messaging for us. This messaging has been around for us. Like, we don't need to wait till somebody white acknowledges it for us to feel like, yeah, we finally got some shit going, even with the protests. Like, yeah. we don't need to wait for somebody white to tell us, like, yo, this is wrong and we not going to stand for it. It's like, well, motherfucker, what were you doing before?
1: yeah
0: Like, like let's talk about that time period yeah. since you got so much to say about now. how, since you want to take knees and shit. Yeah. Like, what were you doing before? what What's changing now and how? The big, the big thing I will say is, like, in any political coup, cool, once the once the system is overthrown there are certain demands and requirements that the new party has just for the the reestablishment of stability and that's what i think as a whole black people might need to do i'm not going to say organize i'm not going to say mobilize and all that dumb shit but i will say like yo we kind of got to get on the same page as far as what our issues are like, I don't necessarily think that black people are ever going to get to a point where we all agree but we all need to be content with the fact that we're not going to treat each other the way they treat us because that's how everybody else, every other race moves that way. And I
1: also think the more I think about it is you know, I think the reason why a lot of people always tell black people to go back to Africa because it's a lot harder to divide black people like in the in the way we're divided in America because you're all in it this so it's you everywhere you look it's niggas you know right what i'm saying it's not like here where you pluck a nigga out the hood and his family can live over there and they never see a, no other nigga like them and right. they just disappear. or, into or it's world. cool
0: or it's cliche to adopt a black baby yeah and you can parade this nigga on tv because you a celebrity and he's got such a good life you know yeah. what i mean like these, now this shit don't happen everywhere else they, it only happens here in america yeah so i don't
1: know man we did a lot of uh Race baiting tonight <laughs> No, nah, I'm fucking around uh, yeah, We'll see how this
0: shit Pans out <laughs> Yeah man
1: Definitely like I said Everybody stay safe Amongst the pandemic Amongst the, the Riots protests. protests Amongst you know Amongst the police happening. nigga Amongst the police <laughs> <That amongst> the <motherfuckers, laughs> <laughs> that, that motherfuckers That motherfuckers still gunning <laughs> yeah. No pun intended And shit They might be even Deadlier now Yeah cause now They so. got carte blanche So I definitely urge All my niggas To be safe man Um we ain't gonna do too much more, man, but we can end it on a lighter note. What the fuck you been listening to amongst all that? What's, what's
0: Al fucking Fredo, nigga. Uh. <laughs> We're not talking about shit else other than Alfredo, nigga. We're gonna talk about these riots. We're gonna talk about Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist. Nigga. Everybody <laughs> I had I had Stealth call me today and was like, nigga, the only the only shit I've been listening to is your shit and Alfredo, nigga. I just been listening to aggressive hardcore rap. And I'm like, this is the first time. A niggas and ever not classified a hip-hop nigga that not classified us with hip-hop music I'm like nigga shout out to us nigga for making fight music but uh yeah alfredo's probably uh the only thing i've been listening to lately i i haven't gone through shit else i can't even front um but
1: to that point man like i have been i i, I definitely alfredo of course I, that it did it did put me in a like a a mood that stuff said like yeah i've been listening to a lot of aggressive like <laughs> beanie seagull like <laughs> i mean of course i went through a lot of the gangster gives though like alfredo got me in the mood so shadow of a doubt uh midwest gangster box frame cadillac music mm. um country rap tunes fake news shout out to us uh Yeah, that's about it, though. But like you said, Alfredo, great album. Uh, Scotty Beam is my shit. The intro is stupid.
0: Baby shit.
1: Baby shit is that shit. Ooh, Babies and Fools is fire. I like All Glass, too. Yeah. That's the outro. So yeah, shout out to Gibbs, man. You're on a hell of a run right now, my nigga. Now yeah. I, I like to be like to say I was one of the niggas that called it very early. So Draft is
0: Draft <laughs> and Chop with my introduction to Freddie Gibbs. Uh the first album I sat there and listened to, like from top to bottom, was BFK. And then right after that, I listened to Cold Day in Hell, the tape he did with LRG. Um and then I think around the time BFK was out, we ended up running into the nigga at Slice yep. on the West Side. And uh, draft was asking him because draft was a more familiar uh, was draft was a fan for a minute had been a fan for a minute was more familiar with his work. He was like, "Nigga, I got all the songs for Pinata right here. We just waiting for sample clearance." And he just yeah. shows us like a list of twenty one songs. Yeah, man. I'm just sitting there looking like, "Damn, bro." I'm like, man, shout out to you, man. This nigga really got a cool. whole album with Madlib. Yeah. Like, and and I'm not I'm not already tuned in. So,
1: I remember telling him like, "Yo." you really about to fuck niggas up with this mad little shit because this is the last nigga they would expect you to do an album when he's like, nigga, I know. Like, nigga, that's why I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, okay, bro. All right. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was sold. <laughs> like, mm. Freddie Gibbs fan, from now on, forever. Mm. <laughs> so uh, shout out to my nigga Gangsta Gibbs. Uh, keep dropping that fire shit. Uh, like like Sean said, man, Alfredo really is like.
0: Nigga. Yeah, I don't I don't know what else to listen to, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be doing I mean, myself a disservice at this point. Yeah, I, I was I was just been trying to spread it out. Just because I haven't. It. I, like I was, <laughs> a, even when I did, it was just more Freddie Gibbs <laughs> yeah, shit. I went makes, through Bandana again. Yeah. I had to go through Bandana again just to feel like if I really felt like that. And Bandana still hard and Bandana still hard. I went back to Pinot, shit. Nigga, it's same <laughs> nigga. Like all these albums still hold weight. It's a picture of Freddie Gibbs. Where they didn't put this nigga face on Jordan. And it's like a table oh, with the six trophies, <laughs> nigga. And this shadow of a like Freddie, Fetty, Fucking uh, bandana. pinata bandana, bandana yeah, and then Alfredo, yeah. and I'm just sitting there like, Yo, there's never been a more accurate meme ever, yeah. bro. It's never been a more accurate meme. And bananas. when you think about the fact this nigga came off of a rape case and dropped Shadow of a Doubt, and niggas was like, Oh my god, yeah. not to mention the, the shit with diamonds and pronto on the pronto EP, yeah, that was pronto EP. that's pronto EP. So, so it's yeah. it's like, Yo, he's got.
1: Man. Yeah, he's got joints He's man. got joints he and like, it ain't, His catalog is, is, is really getting special And
0: it ain't it ain't, And it never waned Like yeah. it never waned It only went up
1: And I feel like he got room He still got room
0: Nigga it's still artists That me and you have talked about That he hasn't worked with Yeah And I'm yeah. like yo This is the shit he tossing out Like this is the yeah. shit he throwing out
1: I was really impressed
0: That shit, Alfredo caught me by surprise
1: Yeah man That, that, that cocaine circus line Is, is the one <laughs> nigga, 1985. <laughs> I travel traveled with a cocaine circus. What? Man, only, only, I needed Freddie to say that. I was talking to Illa. I was like, Illa was like, bro, I, I, Freddie Gibbs, is the only nigga that could have said that line. I'm like, yeah, bro, he's a Midwest nigga. He, he, he cocaine pinata, man. What we talking about, bro? Like, yeah, he bent on it. Yeah. He bent
0: on it. This nigga has created a lineage. Yeah, man. Like, he's like, he's like this generation's Pusher T. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's a... Probably
1: a better catalog.
0: Yeah, much better catalog. A much better catalog. But I, th- I think I compare it just because this nigga, this nigga sold the same pack.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Rap-wise. Like, yeah, yeah. this nigga wasn't trying to pedal you pop song. Nah. He never switched up. Yeah, and, he found his lane. And he found a lane and stuck to it. And everybody who was new to him that was attracted to his music he took full advantage of the opportunity to work with and capitalized off of it yeah. I think that's one of the reasons like I went to a Freddie Gibbs show and this nigga uh, came out the uh, now later Gators and he was like man currency fuck this shit up nigga like we should have been yeah. uh anyway and i was like damn i was like niggas didn't double down like because yeah. that was the one and i think that's why because that was the alchemist project too i think that's why I this shit was, yeah. i think that's why this shit hit so hard because he's like nigga i do this shit by myself yeah, nigga fuck yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. like i don't need to have another nigga on here to make this shit dope yeah, like he, gets,
1: he got to the point where he because he it, washed it, currency
0: he, on every song bro. yeah
1: he built the he his brand is is, is built now no salt the currency. But yeah, none. Freddie Gibbs is a hell of a rapper, man. You're gonna get he, washed by anybody. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. he's he's, done, he's doing <laughs> some on his on, on Bandana he did songs with most deaf and black thought, and it was still a, still a tough run. That was close. Still Even the t- he got
1: with just back I just listened to that this morning, extradite with Black Thought.
0: With Black Thought that's nigga, it's a close yeah, run, close. nigga. And, and
1: Black Thought got busy. I mean right. I mean that's that's I mean that's obvious. That nigga never not gets busy, but <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, yeah, man, shout out Freddie Gibbs. Uh, I ain't really been watching too much. Obviously, you know, it's, honestly, it's been hard to like laugh and do other shit just with with the current state of affairs. So, been watching a lot of cartoons, like shit that uh, isn't too in touch with reality, <laughs> just as an escape. So, you know, I don't know if I ever talked about BoJack Horseman randomly. I don't think I have talked about it on the pod, but uh cuz it was over before I think we started this. Yeah. Uh but yeah, man. Definitely one of my favorite shows of all time, BoJack Horseman. It's it's over now, so but if you have Netflix, you got 7 seasons, you know. It's, it's crazy that
0: shit ran 7 seasons. I it's so much content that I remember it running together like one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see it, I see yeah. there are episodes that I remember that may not necessarily be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: definitely yeah, I think that is like that If you kind of watch it sparingly Because I had a few uh, friends Tell me the same thing Like I know this episode But bro They might have been with me And they Catch a whole different But anyway right. yeah, It's definitely one of my favorite uh, Shows On Netflix or Just period So uh, Yeah, Bojack Been watching a lot of Bojack Man A lot of uh, Family Guy Just to get the fuck away From all the nonsense And get some uh, Laughs in and shit
0: One thing I noticed about The difference between me and you Is where when shit start to get to you, you kind of like back away from it. Like yeah, yeah, I, I double myself. Yeah, I doubled down. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I
1: still get it on Twitter and shit, so I'm still seeing it, but it's just.
0: Yeah, I went, I was trying to say that I was gonna stay away from screens, but it's impossible. Like right now, I kind of feel like I feel bad when another black person walk up to me in the street, and be like, "Did you hear what happened today?" And I'm like, Man. "No," like, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Because now it's like now I'm not. I'm not keeping my ear to the street, so to speak. But uh, I watched Trial by Media on Netflix. I think I went through all of it. Um, Very good. Very good. Um, I went through a couple of other documentaries. I rewatched Zeitgeist again. Um,
1: Very good. One, two.
0: What else did I watch this weekend? I was around a bunch of people who were not into watching that type of shit. But I did have a very interesting conversation about um, media with somebody younger than me who was talking about the current state of affairs and I was listing off those two uh, documentaries to watch and I might have ruined this nigga's <laughs> perspective on life for the, said, for said, for the uh, short future. Or yeah. the foreseen future rather.
1: Y'all yeah, go through those little uh, periods in life where you see some like thought provoking shit like it's I don't like, know damn, about I, shit no more. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't <laughs> know what the fuck I believed in. So yeah, man. Um yeah. I be, oh shout out Lucky. Uh I also listened to, to his project. Um Lucky Day or just Lucky? No, nah, Lucky. Oh. L U C K I. Used to be Lucky X, but now it's just Lucky. Um the name of the project is
1: It's a lucky
0: day too. No, it's not lucky day, nigga. <laughs> not that, nigga. Shout out to him, though. Uh Lucky, almost there. Um standouts on this joint are unlimited, pick a flaw, uh, running with. And Faith. Those are my uh my picks off this album. Lucky is from Chicago. Random fact, Joe Freshgoods used to manage this nigga. Oh, Took this right. nigga all the way to Japan. Oh, damn. Yep. Um and then right before he did the New Balance, I want to say, not even right before the New Balance collab. Oh, so like very recently. Yeah, it's like 2017, yeah, it 2018. Um, yeah, but Lucky, Lucky used to be Lucky X, and he's a uh, one of those Chicago rappers that came up around the same time the Save Money Chance era was going on. Um, but he was on the outside. Good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah let's end it like that Before I say something Shitty about Chance <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright y'all Walshman never washed up Yo, <laughs> all washed, we never washed up man I don't like, know what episode This is man We ain't saying no more numbers man uh, It was like 15 to 16 Yeah uh, Right uh,
1: Rate Like Share Subscribe uh, Be safe out there
0: Alright y'all niggas stay black
1: Yep